Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. Today, we're going to be surfing the waves in meditation with our higher self. We did this last time, and I think it worked pretty well. And I think I'd like to try it again. And this time, we're going to look at a slightly different energy. And we want to look at that space of energy of where we are attached to things. So sometimes it's like people, places, things. We want the same things to sort of happen. We have nostalgia for things. And so we want those to repeat and we get attached and we like things to be a certain way. And then pretty soon we're in this groove of where it has to be the same way all the time. But if we think about it a little too much with that analyzer brain, do we really want everything the same all the time? And probably we don't. But we get attached to people, places, and things. We get attached to the stuff around us, the way and the order of how things happen. And we're going to look at that in meditation. And it will be a lot easier than me talking about it outside of meditation. And we're going to look at some of the psychic stuff we get attached to as well. Because sometimes uh, we might have had a psychic reading a long time ago or healing and somebody said something and it's like still in our brain. And yet our whole worlds might have been, you know, changing or so different from whatever that was back then. So we hang on to things, but sometimes I'm not sure I know why. I'm not sure. Is that just a human condition? Do we just grab things and then hang, let them hang around for a while and then let them go if we feel like it? I, I'm not quite sure. But in meditation, it's so much easier. And that's why we do it, is that um, we can look at the energy of things, and then we get a little more neutral, and then we have all this space around us to make changes and be easy about it. We don't need to be in judgment. But that analyzer brain likes to get going, likes to gear up, likes to categorize and sort things. And so maybe that's some of the attachment uh, business that we're doing all the time, is that we're kind of sorting things in our grabbiness. Anyway, it's a little bit of an infinity loop. And, you know, we sort of attract something that is sort of like us, or we're attracted to something that's similar in energy to us, you know, per people, places and things doesn't matter what. And, um, you know, somehow we sort of move away from that, and yet it's still there. So it's a little bit of an infinity loop. So I'm not sure what that is, but in meditation, we're going to investigate. It's a little bit of a mind meld over a hull. Uh, and then we have cosmic forces that we say hello to in meditation. And, um, you know, the sun can't get that attached to everything because it might need to do things for other planets that are moving around or the earth um, can't get that attached to the way human beings are because we're always changing and it just see what I mean mind melt so anyway we're going to look at our current and past attachments uh, we're going to invite in our higher self see what's hanging around and we're going to move energy around but we're going to use some of the feelings that we've had 
uh, growing up or even in our present day life where we have felt really, really great. And this might have only been a little moment. You can already imagine that your analyzer brain is already sorting through what that might be, <laughs> judging which one's worthy. Um, but we're going to take them all. So there might be several incidences where you had a great day at the beach or you had the best meal ever or you had the best party ever or just whatever the event, people, places or things uh, that where you felt great. You want a little snapshot of that. And uh, we're going to invite those energies in because that's really where we're connected to the universe and we feel like we belong and we feel good. And we feel like all of our cells are happy. So that energy is what we want to be attached to. But somehow during our day, we're attached to our car. We're attached to the way things look. We're attached to how this person said this or that person said that. So it just starts all over again. So we don't want to be easy with ourselves about it. And certainly outside of meditation, I'm doing my best not to dive into my own black hole here. But uh, there's a lot of... Uh, energy around being attached to things. And part of the reason why we look at our spiritual selves and we kind of take this inventory is to unravel some of these moments of energy that we have hanging out where we don't need to be doing that anymore. And we want as much of our own energy available to us right now in present time. And Lots of folks have said it, but a famous person who said it once, and his name was Ram Dass, and he said, be here now. So when we're being here now, we're not attached, but we have the whole world. So anyway, all right, let's uh, see what we can do here. So let's take a deep breath, and let's get into that space behind our eyes, and let's just... Settle back into our space. Let's sort of notice that we have our energy all over the place right now. As I was talking, we were going here and there. We were zigzagging all over the place. I'd like you to call back your energy in and around yourself, three feet above you, below you, side to side, front and back. We play around with the size of our aura just to give you an idea of what might feel good to you. So for today, we might need a little more room. So let's just get that little sphere of light around us. Front to back, side to side, about three feet. Above you, below you, below your feet. Front back, there you go. All right. I'd like you to just notice that as you climb into that center of your head, you might notice a little mini you inside your head. And this is kind of going to be our base for today. In this state, we will invite our higher selves in. Uh, last time we used our seventh chakra, and if that felt great, that's wonderful, but you can also experience it from the center of your head. So I'd like you to just imagine that space in the center of your head being big, roomy, big comfy chair. 
Maybe when I see the word tire self, it's already showing up. So I'd like you to imagine from the base of your spine to the center of the earth. I'd like you to imagine a really nice connection. It might be a rainbow bridge of light. It might be a tree trunk. It might be some other kind of tether to the center of the earth. And I'd like you to make that the all-encompassing of this aura, this body, So it can really anchor you in into the center of the earth. And I'd like you to just to start to call up some of that earth energy through the legs, through the soles of the feet, through the knees, through the hips, into that first chakra at the base of the spine. That first chakra uh, has a lot to do with survival, and you might notice that might be a little bit... Uh, animated today because when we talk about attachments that first chakra is a champ it knows what's going on it knows where all the stuff is it knows where to get it where to find it how to access those different energies it's all about attachment but today we're going to use that first chakra for attachment to the center of the earth the earth has seen everything knows lots of humans knows lots of other beings and spirits and forces out there in the cosmos. It's hanging around with all the other planets in communication. So any of the astrology that you're interested in, you have a great connection to the center of the Earth, who also has all the same astrology stuff going on. It's really interesting that way. So again, we're in this space of affinity or like energies or communicating with like energies and yet we're in our body in the center of our head and we're also connected to the center of the earth which is hanging out in the cosmos so it's like a big infinity loop just notice that space and then just to pile it on here we're going to connect to the sun our usual sun. For extra credit, you can reach out to the Great Galactic Center and the Milky Way. They call that the Galactic Center. There's a whole other sun there. All sorts of other things happen there. You can just imagine a representation of that sun above your head. Maybe it's that yellow light Maybe it's fuzzy, maybe it's big, maybe it feels light or heavy. And I'd like you to bring that energy into your space from above your head, down the back channels of the spine, into that first chakra. And you're connecting to another flow of light, connecting to that sun. I'd like you to just imagine that solar light starts to bubble up with that earth energy through the energy centers along the spine through the legs, back to the center of the earth, through that grounding cord, back to the center of the earth, as it bubbles up the front channels of the spine. It's going over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. It's continuing through the throat, that fifth chakra. 
that's clear audience. So you might hear be hearing your higher self today. That happens too. Um, through the center of the head, that's clairvoyance. Everyone's favorite. And then out the top of the head is that crown chakra or clear cognizance. And then we do have upper chakras above the head that just float around. And we have other energy centers or chakras below the feet. So just notice that you're kind of sitting in a column of light right now. Between earth and cosmic energies going back and forth. You're receiving these energies. You're saying hello to these energies. You're kind of suspended in this energy. And easing your way into a really light trance state. Great. So from that space in the center of your head, I'd like you to just notice out in front of you any of the attachments. You can see these as little blips of light out in front of you. They might be little sparkly bits of light. They might have different shapes. They might be very geometric. Or you might see whole scenes like little postcards or snapshots. So out in front of you, we want to imagine any of the attachments we have in present time. Like just over the last couple days, the last three days, maybe thinking about the, the next three days out in front of us. But we're really kind of concerned with what's present time. So are we attached to our cars, our clothes, our houses, places of living? Are we attached to roommates? Are we attached to family members? Sometimes the non-attachment, speaking of family members, can be just as much of an attachment. <laughs> like, I don't want this person around, and then it's, that becomes another attachment. So just notice any of that push and pull. And if there is that push and pull, it's an attachment. Just let it be in that area. And just let these little blips of light just hang out in front of you. We're just noticing, we're just observing. There might be uh, different electronic gadgets that we're attached to, our phones, our computers, our games. Sometimes we're attached to the way things look, the curb appeal of your house, your garden. Sometimes we're attached to going to the best of everything, the best restaurant, the best place to have coffee, the best travel experience. Just notice those attachments. Sometimes we're attached to crossword puzzles. Or any of that sort of gaming kind of environment. Just notice if you get attached. Sometimes we're attached to what we hear, like songs. We're attached to the things we hear on uh, our devices, 
just notice those types of influences. Notice where you might have attachment to different food sources. Sometimes things have to be a certain brand, have to look a certain way, have to be purchased from a certain place. Just notice any of that consumer stuff, whether it's food or other things you have to get your hands on because you're so attached to them. And it's okay. We're just looking at this for the first time. And uh, certainly on this show, you might have looked at this before on your own, but it can be a little overwhelming when you see, gosh, lots of light is out there. All sorts of little spheres and squares and little shapes are just piling up out in front of me. Okay, that's fine. We don't need to be in judgment. We can notice that all of those little lights out there have a little piece of our energy our little attachments in in each of those things. So we can call that back. But for now, we're going to just leave that there. And then behind you, I'd like you to think of all the things that you're attached to from the past. So sometimes this might be situations with friends and family. Sometimes they're considered positive or negative, but it's mainly if you're attached to a certain experience a certain story or the way the story is told. You might notice that you're attached to certain old pictures, some of that uh, older ancestral energy. Sometimes there's different traditions that we're attached to. If they're not followed a certain way, we get all upset. Sometimes from our past, whether growing up or the stories told to us about other uh, families and friends and their stories growing up, there's different ways of being that are discussed and expected, and we form an attachment around them. Notice any of that holiday energy. At the time of this podcast, we're not in the middle of a holiday energy, so here's your chance. (laughs) You want to just let that uh, energy show up of where you might be attached to any of the traditions or events around different holidays. You might notice that the shapes are a little different in this area behind you. How are letting that area behind you represent the past? We're also going to look at any of that uh, energy that might be holding on to relationships with their past friends, significant others, partners. Just any relationships, whether you are still friends or not, if they're in your life today or not. Sometimes we hold on to relationships based on what they were in the past, 
but in present time, they're completely different. And yet we still hold on to that past information. And we're not really noticing anything else more to it, just that it's a way that you interacted with that person in the past. You might notice a lot or a little in this area. You might notice in the past there might be many different pieces of energy around places you might have worked. Clients you might have had. Big work experiences or sometimes small work experiences. Any of those attachments to any of the trophies you might have gotten this lifetime or any um, sort of trophy-like energies that might have been experienced in the family way in the past. These sort of represent markers of something great happened on this day. So you might notice that there might be a lot of that. So if your family has lots of uh, markers of those kinds of things, I'd like you to just notice that that can just be in that space behind you. It's part of this past energy. Great. I'd also like you to think about any of the homes that the family or friends that you hang out with a lot might have had in their past. Any homes you might have been in or lived in this lifetime. That place that you got just after college. That sort of thing. Any attachment to that life in the dorms for some of you. Any of that kind of energy. Any of the educational places you might have had experience with that you're still attached to. There might be a feeling still with that. Sometimes it feels a little bit like a roller coaster or like a changing over of energy when you think about it. That's usually a clue. And again, if you're like, oh, I'm not thinking about that, then you're probably attached. So just put it back there. And let's keep looking for more stuff. Uh, any um, pets that you might have grown up with? There are pets sometimes that we hear about other family members having and the stories they tell about that. It's like they're still living on. There's still a familial attachment to that animal, even though they might have passed on. Just notice all of those attachments. And also in the past area, I'd like you to think about any of the family uh, stories about trauma or the big fights, catastrophic type of events. They may not have a lot of energy to them, but the stories are repeated and repeated. Any sort of energy about music or structure with the way you do things and you do things in a certain way because of the thing that happened way back when 
so we do it this way now. Any of those sort of complicated things, I'd like you to just notice that that can be an energy behind you. It's sometimes helpful to think of these things as just little snapshots, pictures. And if that doesn't work, just little blobs of color of what those are. Sometimes it's easier to think of like, oh, that's that yellow thing instead of getting into all the details. Great. So just take a deep breath and just notice there's lots more stuff in the past behind you right at the moment. There's lots of stuff we're attached to in present time and in the past. And then now we're going to look at uh, all of the creative projects, whether past, present, or future. And we're going to see that energy off to the right. I'd like you to just notice all those wild ideas you've ever had in your entire life. Any wild stories that your friends and family might have told you about their family's wild ideas. Things that have occurred. Maybe somebody built a cabin somewhere. Maybe somebody was an artist. Maybe someone created something that was very revolutionary. Just notice any of that creative attachment. that creative attachment to talent. So sometimes singing's a big deal in certain families. Sometimes it's painting. Sometimes it's, you know, something else. Maybe everybody rides bikes. Maybe there's a big boating thing that happens. Any of those sort of talents, hobbies, and that generate that creative energy, I'd like you to just notice those pieces and where you're attached to them. Sometimes the creative stuff gets attached to different parts of our body. I'd like you to just notice that. You might see different little spheres of light off to the right of you that might be connected to different parts of your body. There might be places where the creative stuff happens There might be certain people who are allowed to be with you in that creative space. So I'd like you to notice all of that creative energy hanging around. There might be different subjects that they pertain to. You might notice that your body's connected to the creative stuff very differently than the present in the past. You might notice there's different areas where you're really connected to. Sometimes that creative stuff looks like um, where everybody in the family works on cars. Or maybe they all play music. 
Or maybe somebody has to have the kiln fired up for all the pottery. Whatever it is, just notice that there's different pieces to that. There's different people, places, and things around those creative areas. Some of the gardening stuff might happen in here. Some of the cooking with the family, either this lifetime or in the past. Any of that archiving around the creative experience. Great. Just notice all those areas you're attached to. Great. And then off to the left shoulder area, uh, I kind of use that as my spiritual space. It's kind of the energy of the East. But it's the area where all of the spiritual, psychic, religious stuff happens. So I'd like you to notice all of those pieces that show up in this area. Sometimes it's all the classes we've taken. All the important psychic people you've met this lifetime. Maybe you've met lots of spiritual leaders. Or there's an attachment to doing that. Sometimes there's attachment to that how you worship Sometimes there's attachment to uh, the way meditation's done or which uh, entities you talk to, which spiritual beings, who are, who's allowed and who's not. You might notice some of the attachment to the rules in here. And sometimes in the family systems or friends, that are around you, they'll have attachment to other religious experiences or texts or spiritual experiences. And their attachment sort of hangs on to you as well. I'd like you to notice that space. You might see the energy a little bit differently in this area. It might be more shadowy. You might see uh, the images very clearly. Just notice all of those different pieces of energy coming into view off to the left. These might be spiritual experiences that you may have had in other lifetimes that you're still attached to today. So this is a fun, fun part here where you get to think about all the mystery schools you might have been uh, affiliated with. Just notice that space. So any attachment to a particular martial art. 
any very ancient sort of schools of thought. It's like where the Egyptians show up for you, or the Atlanteans, any of the extraterrestrial folks like the Pleiadians, you have that sort of things. It might be an energy and a people and a place all at the same time when we're thinking about off-planet. Any of your attachments to how you think about your body and spirituality? How you let energy run through your space? We have energy running through our cells right at the moment, earth and cosmic energy. And we hope to be doing that in a neutral way. But if you got too attached to that, that might be over there in that area. And that's okay. Any of the form of religious uh, experience where you stand up or you sit down or you're kneeling or you're taking vows, or you're singing vows, or you're singing hymns, any of those types of things, just notice where that is off to the left. Great. All right. So you are probably feeling pretty full right now with the present time stuff out in front of you, the past behind you, the creative stuff, and all those wonderful ideas off to the right. And then all the spiritual stuff off to the left. That's a lot of energy that you're attached to. So now I'd like you to imagine that your higher self is hanging out with you. Your higher self can hang out with you at the top of your head, or you can invite that higher self version of yourself into the center of your head. Sometimes it feels like we need more space, so we might want to be on top of our head in that seventh chakra. That's fine. Where you're meeting your higher self there, or you can meet that higher self in the center of your head. You might notice that that higher self is kind of like an overlay of energy. You might see it as a big bubble on top of your head. You might see it where you're actually looking at that higher self, and maybe it's a wispy version of yourself. And then I'd like you to ask a couple of questions to that higher self, where you're asking, what really are you attached to right at this moment? And as you do that, I'd like you to let any of those attachments release back to the center of the earth. Just take a deep breath and ask your questions. I'd like you to just let that energy of all those attachments go back to the center of the earth.
All right. So just take another deep breath. I'd like you to notice that with your higher self there with you and looking at all those attachments, you can let them go. And that if your higher self is there, you probably didn't need all the attachments in the first place. So it's kind of a little bit of that mind meld piece, a little bit of that infinity loop of letting our energy get attached and then releasing it. And we're receiving that energy back to us in the form of a solar light coming back from the sun or from the earth flowing through our space. And then we have our higher self that is informing this spiritual makeup of our body, mind, and spirit. So we're receiving our higher self energy as well. So I'd like you to just notice that you don't need to be attached. If that higher self is just hanging out right there, but it seems so silly. Just take a deep breath. And while your higher self is hanging out with you, I'd like you to notice that there are different times of your earthly experience where you have been extremely happy. And sometimes it's when we are recognized. Sometimes it's when we have won something. Uh, Sometimes it's because we created the most amazing thing ever. You know, we baked our first cake and it totally worked. (laughs) whatever that is. There's lots of creative projects that worked out well or spiritual experiences that were amazing. In present time, we probably had a few fun things that happened to us. And present time, I'm thinking about three days ahead, three days behind us, and right now. And then in the past, there might have been other experiences that we have held on to because it just felt so great. And maybe that was uh, being around certain people. Could be that you were in a certain place, enjoying yourself. Could be a certain situation. So I'd like you, with that higher self, to pick out three of those areas. You might notice that they're different colors, they're different shapes, different snapshots. And it doesn't need to be a long-term experience. It might have only been a few moments, a couple of minutes, where you felt that thing. It's that thing of where you, your higher self, the universe, the earth, the sun, and everything else, somehow we're all aligned. It felt totally you. So I'd like you to notice that you can be attached to that. To that moment. To that feeling of that moment. To that experience. And I'd like you to ask your higher self, how would you like to make this bigger? How can we enjoy this more? How can we bring this into our lives every day? 
just take a deep breath and just notice that energy. You might see energy wrapping around you, like ribbons from the bottom of your feet to above your head. That higher self might be fitting you with other geometric shapes and forms so you can remember what these are. There might be a little song that is being sung to you right now. There might be a specific color that's coming in. You might notice the place in your aura, in that body, of where those energies are. Just take a deep breath and notice that space. Notice where those new energetic feelings are in your space. Notice if those energies are in the present or the past. If they're in that creative space off to the right or off to the left in the spiritual area. Great. So I'd like you to ask that higher self to help you with any of the attachments that came up that might have been a little difficult. Maybe you didn't want to let them go. Or maybe you'd like to let them go, but you don't know how. You might notice that some of these energies hang out in the center of your head, or above your head, or out in your aura. And if any of these energies are hanging out in your body, you can ask your higher self to remove them. And these are attachments that are just really temporary, but they settle in, and then we sort of walk around with them. But we can kind of clear the space for new things to be created. So I'd like you to just let any lingering attachments any people, places, and things that are hanging around, I'd like you to just let them get connected to the center of the earth. And just release back to the center of the earth. Great. So with our higher selves, I'd like you to imagine that space above your head those upper chakras. It's up there that there's these rings of energy called the creative rings. And that's where you generate all new energy that's just yours, just your brand. So I'd like you with your higher self to investigate these creative rings 
Let them undulate and move around. They might generate energy that sounds like someone singing or a type of music you've never heard before. Sometimes they emit a color that is new to you. Sometimes it's a geometric shape like bubbles that are coming into your space. You might see three or four rings. Some folks see a lot more. There's no attachment to the meaning about any of that. But I'd like you to be there with your higher self in those rings, on the outside of those rings, and really explore that space. Just notice that you can be above your body in this creative ring space, creating new energy that fills up all those spaces in your body, in your cells, in the layers of the aura. That have space to receive your new energy. As the attachments have flown away. So just notice that space. Notice if you're sitting up a little taller, if you're a little bit higher in your space. And I'd like you to direct some of that energy to the first chakra at the base of the spine. I'd like you to just notice how that energy gets created and fills in any of that area of that first chakra. And I'd also like you to let some of that energy start to fill in areas of that second chakra, just below the navel. Lots of things get created out of that second chakra. Just notice that space fill up. And then that third chakra in the solar plexus. That third chakra does a lot of energetic stuff for us. It allows us to sleep and move through dream time. And it allows us to create things in our daily life. Using our body. I'd like you to just uh, let that creative ring energy fill up that space. And notice those energies start to fill up that first, second, and third chakra. And it starts to fill up energy in the fourth chakra at the heart. heart likes to be attached to things. And in this case, it's being attached to your own energy. As those creative rings fill up that space, notice that they're filling up that fifth chakra at the throat. There's lots of attachments that we let go of. 
where we might be able to be a little more clear audience now. You might hear a lot more things. You might be able to telepath a lot more. Allow some of those creative ring energies to fill up areas in the six chakra center of the head and the seventh chakra top of the head. I'd like you to notice where you and your higher self are right now. Are you still hanging out in the middle of those rings? Have you landed on top of your head and you're hanging out? And I'd like you to just let those creative rings finish up. Notice that they might slow down a little bit, but they're always working. They're always creating new energy for you. It's just that we put attention on it, so it seems like they're working really hard. <laughs> but they're always working. So I'd like you to notice any of the last-minute energies that you'd like to communicate to your higher self or your higher self to you. Great. All right. So we've done a lot of energetic movement today. I'd like you to allow yourself to climb back into the center of your head. You can keep that higher self with you for the rest of the day. Or you can let it fade into the back of your aura if that feels more comfortable. But thank you again for surfing the psychic ways with us today. We have more on Inflow Radio. surfing the psychic waves with me today on inflowradio.com you can find me on twitter at christina surfing or find me surfing the psychic waves on soundcloud or on facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing this show is brought to you by inflowradio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.